You are tuning in to New Images of You podcast, and I am your host, Sonya Jones, aka Sonya J. This is the place where we will be covering all things concerning single women, learning how to be whole in their singleness, and also discovering and rediscovering who they are in Christ through the application of God's word. We will be talking faith, family, forgiveness, love, and much more. Ladies, are you ready to grow in the things of Christ for your life? I know that I'm ready for you. So let's dive in. Happy New Year, ladies. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you all are ready to get started with this new year. Yes, I know. We are well into the new year. It's January 16th, and I pray that your new year has started off wonderfully. I know mine has. So, ladies, are you ready to draw closer to the Lord? Are you ready to find out more about who Christ has called you to be? And are you truly ready to find out how to continue to be whole in your singleness? You ready? I know you're ready. If not, get ready. Ladies, let's go ahead and dive into this episode because it's going to be an interesting episode. I'm actually going to share my story. Uh, I don't know how much of it I'm going to share, being led by the Holy Spirit, and I hope you enjoy. Let's dive in. Okay, ladies, my story. Wow. I really have never told the fullness of my story. But as we go on, it's probably going to be a part two, maybe a part three. Who knows? We'll see how much we get done today. Let's go ahead and dive in. So my ex-husband was my high school sweetheart. And I graduated from school, high school, went on off to college and had a great experience in college, wonderful experience. It was when I graduated from college. He was he went off to the military after high school. And once I graduated from college, I lived down in the area. I went to Oldman University, which is in Norfolk, Virginia. So I stayed there for a while. And he got out of military and came and lived with me. But before him getting out of the military, you know, he would come visit me. And we had our arguments. I proved he was cheating on me. Um, It was crazy. Yes, we fought. And I mean physically fought about twice. About twice. And I knew better. I saw the red flags, but I ignored the red flags. I knew better because I did not come from a home where my parents uh, were violent. I did not come from a home where it was domestic violence in it. Yes, do parents argue as adults? Yes, they do. And I knew better, but I thought I could love the hell out of them as 
some people say. I'm going to love the hell out of you. Nope, that doesn't work. Yes, you can love someone, but you if you want someone to change, you have to pray for them. And that person has to be willing to change in order for God to work in their life and cause change. Yes, prayer works, but when it comes to praying for someone else, it's their free will. You can't pray against anybody's will. So yes, did I pray for him? Sure I did. But I wasn't praying for him for his benefit. I was praying that he changed for my benefit. So yeah, nope, that didn't work. (laughs) That was not going to work. So I moved home from college, got a great job, actually. Uh, It was somewhat in my field, but that's neither here nor there. And because I moved, he had to move because my name was on the lease. And he moved back home because, remember, we were high school sweethearts, so we were from the same area. (coughs) So when he moved back home, I ended up getting pregnant. And you know what? I wouldn't change that for the world because I I have a beautiful 26-year-old daughter. Wouldn't change it for the world. And why did I think just because I got pregnant, we had to be married? Yes. Now, granted, we were engaged. I did not tell you that part. I almost forgot about that. We got engaged. Early on, I think it was in college when I got engaged to him. And we ended up getting married while I was pregnant. And this is the crazy part, ladies. The crazy part to this was, remember, when you have a relationship with Christ and you have people praying for you, God will show up. He will manifest in different ways. and But you have to remember when he shows up through and by the Holy Spirit, he's not going to force you to do anything. He's a gentleman. He, you have free will. God has blessed us with free will. And God knows the outcome every time because he's all-knowing. So we got married. But before we got married, y'all, We were renting a house, and we got married in our home. It was nice. It was cool. But the crazy thing was I had an opportunity to stop that wedding, but I didn't. And you're probably wondering, well, how, Sonya? I'm glad you asked, ladies. So my dad is walking me down the aisle. And as he's walking me down the aisle, I literally, literally, couldn't move from the neck down and I leaned up against the wall and I believe I remember my daddy asking me was I okay and that was a point in my life that I could have changed the whole trajectory of my life because God was giving me an opportunity to stop that ceremony because he already knew the outcome of my life. He already knew what I was going to go through, but I forced my leg to move and I continued to walk down that aisle. Crazy, right? 
crazy. And I knew, even when I got before the pastor, facing the pastor, friends, family behind me and my soon-to-be husband, I still knew I had a chance to say no. But I didn't. And because I didn't, oh, it was an interesting, uh, nasty kind of marriage. It was not good. The best part of my marriage was probably having my daughter. Probably having my daughter. So, throughout our short-lived marriage, we were married two years, and a year out of the two year, two years, we were separated because I left. Why did I leave, you ask? My parents did not raise a punching bag. And it took all of two times, and I knew it was time to go. Because the second time, I was contemplating on taking his life to protect my life and my daughter's life. And the Holy Spirit showed up one night. I was sitting on the couch, a rainy night, and I was contemplating how I was going to take his life. And the Lord told me real clear because it was real quiet. He told me right then and there, pretty much I wasn't going to get away with what I was planning because this is what he said to me. Either you're going to raise your daughter or you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison while he raises your daughter. So I knew right then and there I wasn't going to get away with what I was contemplating on doing. So... Time went by, and we lost the house that we were renting because I found out he was not paying the rent. I found out he was into uh, car theft, electronic theft, and even dabbling in drug selling. So I had to get out of there because I knew I needed to protect my life along with my daughter's life. So we ended up losing our home, moved in with his mom. I think I was there all of a week and I packed up my daughter and I and moved home with my parents because I knew I would be safe there. Because in that week, God showed me, yes, it's time to get out of here because as I was going to work, he was having his girlfriend come see him at his mother's house while I was at work. Oh, yeah, close your mouth, ladies. Close your mouth. That's just one incident. And then I found out he had another girlfriend. Oh, yes, close your mouth, ladies. Close your mouth. So you see why I can teach on forgiveness and walking in love? Because I had to learn how to do that real quick. Father and my mother ministered to me. The church I was going to at the time preached the word of uh, preached the word of God, uh, precept upon precept. He preached the word so well a two year old could understand the word. So 
I had to learn how to walk in forgiveness because if I didn't, it would affect my life, my entire life. So when I got the understanding that forgiveness is not for the other person, but forgiveness is for myself. So I moved home. Well, let me go back. Let me go back. So I told you I was at my mother-in-law's house for about a week. And the crazy thing is when I decided to leave, it was a day I had come home and I had gone up to our room that we were staying in at the time at her at her apartment. And I found hair in the bed that wasn't my hair. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and laugh because ladies, I had to laugh to keep from crying and I was hot. <laughs> this was crazy, right? So he comes upstairs. Uh, that's probably from someone I hugged at work. Blah, 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 blah. In the middle of the bed. You don't get in the bed with your work clothes on. <laughs> y'all you can't make this stuff up no I'm telling you so I got real quiet I got real quiet and when I get angry I get teary eyed and started to cry but I was it was quiet that fiery kind of anger like if you touch me if you come near me I will hurt you that kind of quietness that kind of anger yeah and mind you my baby girl wasn't even a year old yet so she was in the room with her grandmother and so I just started packing stuff up the doorbell rings and he runs down the stairs to see who's at the door and it was his girlfriend from work as I looked out the window and the bedroom we were staying in was facing the front of the house. And I saw him walk her down to the playground area. Um, I said, okay, let me go ahead and pack this stuff up. Let me go ahead and pack my car up and get out of here before I end up going to jail behind foolishness. So as I packed up the car, They are walking back towards me. And I'm just going in and out the house, packing stuff in the car. So she did not realize she had parked beside me. <laughs> and the last time that I walked out the house to put the final stuff in the car, she did not know who I was until she got up on me. And he warned her to hurry up and get in her car and leave. And I just looked at her. Because I, I couldn't say anything because I believe if I would have said something, I would have put my hands on her, y'all. And I would have been in jail for assault. So I got in the car, left them there, and drove off. Well, first, heck, had went upstairs and got my baby girl. Put her in the car seat. He was trying to talk to me before I drove off and I left both of them standing there because I said, Lord, keep me, keep me. Because if you don't keep me right now, I'm going to explode and hurt somebody. And we don't do that. Some women do. 
I chose not to because I knew consequences and I wasn't about to leave my baby girl in that place and her mama be hauled off to jail for hurting somebody. So I went on home, told mom and dad what happened and told them, you know, I wanted to stay there. And of course they welcomed us with open arms. And I filed for a divorce shortly thereafter. I got a good job. And a gentleman that I met helped me find the find the lawyer that I actually used for my separation. And I ended up working for the state that I was living in. And it was wonderful. Filed for separation. So, of course, that caused... That brought about custody issues. And the custody was, you know, he visited with her every other weekend or twice a month. I can't remember exactly which one. But unfortunately, he never really abided by the court order. He never really abided by the child support court order until... He had gotten so far behind in child support, they locked him up. And it is so hilarious, ladies. I find it hilarious because when a man gets locked up that's really never been locked up, oh, he going to find a way to get out. When he got locked up for child support, he won't even in there for hours. He found the money to pay for child support to get out. And I said, ain't this a blip? But I said, Lord, I thank you for the money for my daughter. And throughout the year, years of her growing up, he would rarely ever see her. And let me back up a little bit. Before she was even three, I ended up having to file a protective, uh, an, an emergency protective order against him. She was two years old, and we were visiting his grandmother. His grandmother raised him. And one Christmas, we went over there because she wanted to see her grandbaby, her great-grandbaby. And we were sitting in the living room with his cousins, and he was in the kitchen, and... I heard all this commotion. His family members, along with his mother, was trying to hold him back. And mind you, remember, we're separated, and his new girlfriend is there. And so I hear all this commotion, and then somebody says, Sonia, get out, get out, get out. I grabbed my baby and ran out and got in the car, locked my doors, and the great part about where his grandmother lived, my grandmother lived around the corner from him. And so I drove to my grandmother's house and strapped my baby girl in and went home. He was, they were, they were keeping him from getting to me. He was trying to hurt me that day. And so the same day I filed a, the same week, I filed an emergency protective order against him. 
because of his actions. So, mind you, we were already beginning that year of separation. Then I had that emergency protective order. And then we... Let's see, what else happened then? Goodness. Ladies, what I have realized over my time in that relationship with my ex-husband, because it was so tumultuous, I have blacked some things out, blocked some things out, blacked some things out, however you want to say it, and I don't remember everything but I do remember a lot of it. And like I said, the only great thing was my daughter that came out of that marriage. Now, did I love him? I did. I did to a point. I believe the love stopped once all of the cheating as a husband began and I knew I had to leave because my parents raised me a lot better than that. And so when I had to file that emergency protective order, I knew right then and there that this is not the same man that I fell in love with in high school and loved him in college. Yeah, we fought in college, but we were young, dumb, and I should have seen the red flags then. But when I had to file the emergency protective order, I said, okay, Lord, something's not right. And as time went on, he really didn't visit with his daughter, which was fine with me. Unfortunately, when you have started seeing her and she begins to know who you are, she begins to wonder where you are. So as my baby girl was growing up, it was very difficult with her because she knew who her father was and she couldn't understand why he didn't want her. So I'd been up a lot of nights throughout her years crying with her, um, trying to explain to her. And it wasn't easy, but God helped me deal with that. And God gave me great parents who are great grandparents and my father not only is he her grandfather, but he was her father figure in her life, along with my little brother, who was an excellent uncle, excellent uncle to her. And she is a wonderful 26-year-old. Unfortunately, she had to learn how to forgive. We had to teach her how to forgive. Uh, one day, she did go over to his house to visit with him, and she has a stepsister by him, and they get along just fine. She is several years younger than my daughter, and Ayana came home after spending, I think, a day or two with them, and not only did she tell me, Ma, Daddy spanked me and it left prints on me along with she said it happened to her sister too. So I had to confront him about that. And 
he stopped visiting with her again. So for years, I think the last time he saw her was when she was 10. And he tried to see her in college. I think in college he saw her once or twice. And over the years, she she struggled to heal. She struggled to find out, okay, well, you're seeing my sister. Why don't you see me? So I had to teach her forgiveness. Mom and dad helped me minister to her on forgiveness. And it wasn't easy to see a child go through the hurt that a parent didn't want her. So I had to teach her how to walk in love. Had to teach her how to forgive and why forgiveness was so important. She learned at an early stage in her teens why forgiveness was so important. She had to learn how to love a father that did not love her and it was so hurtful to see her go through this so as a young child she wanted both parents but when she be, when she got into elementary school she understood that mom and dad are now divorced and I had to keep my distance from my ex-husband because he still had a really bad temper. It got to the point where I became a police officer and he did not even know I was going through the police academy. And when I was going through the police academy, every day after work, I would change into regular clothes. But one day I was running late and I showed up in my academy fatigue wear and he just looked at me. He had this look in his eyes like, I will kill you. And I told him right then and there, just for your information, headquarters personnel already has your name on file if something ever happens to me or my daughter they are coming looking for you and he got real uneasy and he knew I think I better back off so I, I learned how not only to protect and serve for the city that I was a police officer for, but I learned to protect myself and my family against him and anybody affiliated with him. And there were so many other things that took place in my life. And I believe God will bring different things back to me that he may want me to share and minister on to anybody who may need to hear 
a certain subject and walking in love is not always easy it's not always easy and when certain things happened in my life concerning him I always had to go to my parents and vent and get ministered to. I thank God for Howard and Jewel because they help keep me grounded in the word and they help me to be a better person. And they help me to draw closer to Christ. <clears throat> and they help me to become the woman I am today. Glory be to God. And even though they were helping me to walk in love, they were helping me to continue to walk in forgiveness, I was still hurt because you were my first love. You say you love me. And all I ever knew when someone says, I love you, they truly meant it. Now, not to say he never meant it, but as time went on, his actions did not show that he meant it. And so what is the saying? Hurt people hurt people. So as I began to want to date again, want to love again, I pushed the hurt down I pushed it down I didn't always deal with it and I did not care as long as I was happy so yeah I had my mess too until I was truly delivered when the hurt that I was dealing with totally came back up surfaced because I got hurt again so I'm like I can't keep getting hurt what is the issue hurt people hurt people and I was still being hurt so I had to just walk away from the relationship that I was in I had to walk away <clears throat> and allow God to heal me from the hurt that I was causing myself, from the hurt that the ex-husband was causing me, from the hurt that the guy I was in was causing me. So as I had to walk away from those things and seek God and ask him to help me heal myself allow me to be healed I had to understand he was the healer I had to get it through my thick skull that stop looking for love when God is love stop looking for peace and joy in someone else when God is peace and joy you know about walking in love you know about walking in forgiveness let's let the hurt go I had to 
take my time and get there. I had to release the hurt. I had to cry out to God. There were nights where I just cried silently when my baby girl was in her crib. There were nights I just cried and allowed God to heal me through the flushing of my spirit, through the tears that I cried because I had to release it. I had to release it. And ladies, in order for me to continue on being healed, I had to not only release it through my tears, talk to the Lord, pray, worship. I had to read his word. I had to build my relationship with Christ. I had to understand that I had to grow in his word so I can begin to truly understand who God called me to be, who he created to be, who he created me to be, and what I was put on this earth to do. So in growing my relationship with Christ and beginning to understand that I wasn't just birthed here for nothing, I began to understand God created me for a reason, used Howard and Jewel to birth me into this earth, and it's time for me to go to work for Christ. So ladies, you ready to go to work for Christ? You ready to become whole in your singleness? You ready to become whole as a married woman also? You ready to do what Christ has called you to do? Are you ready to say yes? And when you say yes, do you truly mean yes? Because when you say yes, the things that he's called you to do may surprise you. Or you may already know. But understand, when you say yes, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a journey. Now, I cannot assume that everybody who's under sound of my voice is saved right now. So with that being said, it is my responsibility to give you the opportunity to receive my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. So if you have a desire to be saved and receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, all you have to do is repeat after me. Lord Jesus, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. I believe you died on the cross for me. Come into my life. I receive you now. Thank you for saving me, Father. I am saved in Jesus' name. And if you repeated those words after me, you are now saved. You are grafted into the kingdom of Christ. And I implore you to get your hands on a Bible, get into a Christian Bible class, or become a part of a church who is teaching the word of God precept upon precept and build your relationship with Christ. So until next time, I love you with the love of the Lord and stay safe. Bye-bye.
Ladies, thank you again for tuning into New Images of You podcast. It is because of you that this podcast is prospering. And speaking of prospering, if you choose to sew into New Images of You podcast or Sonya J, you can do so via Cash App, and that would be dollar sign Sonya, S-O-N-Y-A, M as in Mary, J as in Jones, 67. You can do that via Cash App. Again, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for joining me on this journey. And if you would love to continue to follow me on this journey, just tap that subscribe button. And also, do me a favor and share the podcast with others. We never know whose lives we will change. Thank you, ladies, again, and have a blessed day.